Whoa, whoa, whoa. Do you ever think you were interesting or funny enough to start a podcast to share your opinions? I'm gonna put some dirt in your eye. Well, so did these guys. Over a billion, two hundred, a trillion, two hundred billion dollars. Welcome to Strictly Nonsense, a podcast talking about anything and everything. What the dog doing? You know, movies, TV shows, trending topics, that kind of nonsense. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills! Because fuck them, that's why. I can do this all day. Call an ambulance! Call an ambulance! But not for me! Well, let's get into it with your hosts, Joe and Finn. Yo, welcome back to Strictly Nonsense, a podcast talking about anything and everything. Episode 6, we just discovered. Uh, what is up? I'm Joe. As always, I'm here with my boy Finn. Finn, how is life? How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing well, you know. Life's pretty okay at the moment. Uh, it's always good to be back on the pod. Uh, you know, excited to talk about... For, for, we're not just doing one movie, we're talking about an assortment of things. Pop yeah. culture related shows, Ja Rule, you know, <laughs> uh, that's, that's the versatility we have on this podcast. Yeah, I want it to be, you know, we could talk about movies, but we could talk about literally anything. That's what it's supposed to be about. Movies don't have to be the center of it all, but it just happens to be because there's a lot of good shit out there. You know, good shit, bad shit. It's always fun to talk about. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about a bunch of random things. Not much. I don't really want to plug what we're really talking about. Besides that, we will briefly talk about Scream 6 that came out, what, two weeks at this point? And we saw it two weeks ago. We never really got to talk about it. But here we are now. We'll talk a little bit about it. Um, and then we have some other random stuff. But before we get into that, we'll plug all the socials. You can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, at Strict Nonsense on all three platforms. We even got YouTube, and maybe eventually I'll figure out what to do with YouTube, but feel free to go follow there. Um, you know, shout out to our sponsor, my other podcast, <laughs> Project Kayfabe. You know, it's official sponsor of the show. If you guys are interested in wrestling, go check that out. We got plenty of stuff going on there on the Project Kayfabe with our wrestling podcast, and then also we're part of a wrestling podcast network. So there's three shows on there. There's, you know, obviously Project Kayfabe, then there's the Wrestling Journal podcast and From the Top Rope with Gerd's Broom. So three shows, a whole bunch of different things, but it all centered around wrestling. And you can follow us on social media at WrestleBuzz on Instagram and TikTok. And then at WrestleBuzz with three Zs on Twitter. And then for Project Kayfabe, if you're just interested in some of the stuff that we're doing there, it's at Project underscore Kayfabe on all platforms, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter and YouTube. I've been dropping some YouTube content there. WWE2K23 is out, so been playing that, been making videos. Gonna have a video dropping in the next day or two uh, with Royal Rumble stuff about it. And yeah, just check that out. I stream too when I'm free. Twitch.tv slash Jobro underscore 316. Yeah, I mean, Finn, do you want people to follow you on Twitter? Should we say your Twitter? <laughs> yeah, why not? Uh, no. Am I Brian Finn ten fifteen? I think you are Brian Finn ten fifteen. Yeah, I I I don't tweet, but my likes are great. I, I feel. I feel I've great. seen your likes. I, yeah, I've seen those. I think I do. A <laughs> lot, I like a lot of good stuff. That that's me. Um, maybe if I get more followers, then I'll I'll tweet a little bit more. Yeah, there you go. Get some more. You know, give give some give get, Finn some followers. You could get some Finn engagement. content. Yeah. So you know, we'll see what happens there. 
But uh, yeah, so uh, we're going to talk about Scream at some point, but we're just going to kind of just go off the top of the dome, but also with some ideas of like some stuff we're going to talk about. Uh, one of the things I want to talk about is we had a fun little weekend. You know, mm-hmm. we hung out a little bit. Um, <laughs> the, you know, it was an interesting weekend. So, I mean, we, on- we only hung out Friday, but I started my weekend. Well, started Friday off by going to a Spider-Verse um, showing. So the first Spider-Verse and it was with a live orchestra. And I just want to bring that up, obviously, because we talk about movies and stuff. And I've seen this movie. I love the first Spider-Verse. And the fact that we got to see it played with like a live orchestra, I thought that was so fucking cool. It was on St. Patty's Day. We went out afterwards. We'll talk about that because that was a big highlight. But um, just, you know, Finn unfortunately wasn't there, you know, but Finn has heard of stuff like this. And, you know, wasn't I recommend it. Invite, unfortunately. Yeah, somehow Tom got the invite, but you got left out. <laughs> Shout out to Tom. But um, remember when we tried to bring up Tom in every episode? Now we just yeah. casually do it here mm-hmm. <laughs> on Tom. Um, but yeah, that was that was cool as fuck to see a movie for live orchestra. I kind of want to do it again just because it's it's it's, uh, it's an experience. Like we it was in the King's Theater, which was really fucking cool, and that's in Brooklyn. And just, you know, just the, you know, the place is old as hell, made in 1929. They kept a really good job. It just, it looks so damn cool. And, you know, the fact that it's a live orchestra and it was cool about it too. It was, you know, the music composer, he was the one that put it together. This is the first time they've, that they did this one for Spider-Verse. They may, you know, go on tour with it, I think is what I heard. And then the orchestra that they had, uh, all woman orchestra and all women of color which was also pretty fucking cool just you know for diversity and what it was i mean i have no complaints that shit was amazing the only thing was you could sometimes you could barely hear like the actual like what's going on in the movie because it was so loud like they probably should have put subtitles but i think the next time it's around whether you know it's a you know definitely has to be a different movie i kind of or maybe i would see it again it was just so cool but definitely something to do like i highly recommend it finn we'll, we'll figure it out we'll make it up to you and we'll yeah. go with you finn yeah no I, I would i would definitely like to experience one of these because i am a pretty big fan of especially scores in movies like i was talking when we were talking yesterday with like you and tom like uh oh when, not you weren't on yet but greg was i was saying if like they did this with pirates of the caribbean Oh, that would be so cool. Music and Pirates of the Caribbean. Just the franchise in general is awesome. I think with a live orchestra, that would be incredible. Or live orchestra for just the Phantom Menace fight scene. I was just about to say that. That that would be fucking cool. That would be incredible. Because I've seen not, I've seen just literally an orchestra do that online, do the Duel of the Fates. So seeing that with the movie would probably be really cool that would be sick or like a movie like that han zimmer produced that would be that would be pretty fucking cool like inception or the dark knight or something like that yeah no that's right movie scores are are awesome don't you have a a spotify playlist for movie scores right yep i did i still do haven't what listened to a little bit because it was perfect for studying and doing stuff in college that's would just play that it's actually apparently helps you with your work because there's no words to distract you apparently it helps yeah the mind. 
anything instrumental is kind of helpful. Like sometimes, like I used to, I don't know why I used to think I could like read with like regular music playing with like lyrics. And then I realized I can't, first of all, I can't really read. read, Yeah, I can't read, but then add some lyrics into it. And, Oh, I don't even know what the hell I'm like. I can't comprehend shit. So that that was a hard pill to swallow at one point, (laughs) but that would be cool. So hopefully that would be sick. A pirates of the Caribbean version of this. I mean, Apparently they did one with like Harry Potter. I think you uh, mentioned yeah. it. There was like the Titanic. They've done this before, which makes mm-hmm. sense. But yeah, I hope like this becomes more of a thing. Like finding ways to like, you know, rewatch movies in a cool fashion like that is just really cool. And there's so much you could do, especially with the music. And like for something like Spider-Verse, the animation and the music is what like it was a great story. But the animation and music carried that yeah. so much. Yeah, no, that's that may be, you know uh down the line for the second one it'll be it we can see something for when the second one comes out and then they do this orchestra version for the second one because i bet for spider spider verse 2 it's gonna also be incredible music oh yeah i hope they get a, another sunflower song that song was mm-hmm. awesome but it's like it's also crazy that that song just blew up so much Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so talking about music, I mean, uh, our night was my night, but then your night too was circled around music as we went to in Brooklyn. Quantum Brooklyn is the name of it, uh, is the name of the venue in Flatbush, or you know, it wasn't in Flatbush, it was like close to Flatbush. I forget exactly where, like Red Hook, right? Uh, I'm trying to remember. I think, I think I it was also remember. possibly near Carroll Gardens. Uh, even though I live in Brooklyn, there's too many places in brooklyn where it should it was in brooklyn yeah it was in brooklyn there's, there's <laughs> not important names. just look up Qua- names quantum in brooklyn. brooklyn yeah but uh we went to this thing because it was you know first of all one reason was our boy elio was seeing some lady there and you know they they wanted to do this shout out to them mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um you know what it was was a dance hall kind of thing and it was a dance party circled around the theme of mr worldwide aka pitbull mm-hmm. and it was a green dance party whatever because it was saint patty's day so it's supposed to be a Obviously, night about pitbull when you think saint patrick's day the next thing you think of is pitbull so <laughs> exactly Dale. Yes. I mean, a very Irish term, Dale. <laughs> I mean, the fact that we went to this. So when we, you know, when you know, I got there with Lauren before you did, and Lauren was immediately hungry, so we went to Popeyes because she didn't really eat dinner, neither did I. So you know what? I'll take Popeyes before I have to go in. You met us there. We went to the venue, and first of all, just outside of it, very fucking sketch. <laughs> I mean, Speedy, That's that was the first thing I thought of. Right outside, a bunch of just sanitation trucks were just parked around the area. But I didn't I mean st- bodies just... had to have been somewhere. Oh, somewhere is where you drop a body off and you just keep it going, especially with sanitation around. There. We were like perfectly adjacent to a big highway. I think it's not, I don't, it goes to the BQE, but it's a it's Bell Parkway. I don't know. It's one of them, whatever. But like, it was like the perfect, like, oh, you're right underneath a highway. So there's definitely bodies. And look, there's sanitation trucks. So shit's definitely going down here. Yeah, it, def- it definitely felt like some shit was. And, you know, it felt like, I don't know, it felt like, uh, you know, in Batman or any time of, you know, dark. Gotham. That's the first yeah. thing I Felt like Gotham. Like, oh, look, it's a nightclub. You go in here. The penguin's chilling up there. He got mm-hmm. the spot. But once you got in here, you know, first of all, 
we pay twenty dollars to get to this, you know, the the admission fee for this. I think I guess we got our our money's worth at the end of the day with how long we were there, and you know, you didn't need to be there forever, but we get in, and it's not really packed, which you know is good because it's St. Paddy's Day, so most places you would expect to be packed and kind of have not the best time. But it wasn't that packed, but it also like. Like, I don't know, like, I wasn't bothered by that it wasn't packed because there's more space. But then I was like, why isn't it packed in my head? I'm like, why is no one here as much as I thought? Because, like, at least when I looked up the venue, the photo that they showed, it makes sense. It's promotion. It's marketing. It looked very packed in one of the photos. So I'm like, oh, it's going to be a packed night, blah, blah, blah. We get there. It's like, you know, it's enough people, but it's also feel like enough where it's like, why is no one here? (laughs) Yeah, no, there was. I enjoyed that it wasn't packed, but there was, there could have been a few more people make it a little bit more lively and such. And then the just, one of the first things I told you, the age discrepancy, I swore we were drinking with high schoolers or people that were 40. Yeah, exactly. I remember I looked on one side, I'm like, those two look like they're skipping like their curfew. And then I looked on the other side, I'm like, that woman looks like she's 45 and is down to party. <laughs> like, it was a weird combination. And we're here with, you know, me, you, Lauren, Elio, and the lady seeing. And, you know, Elio is here Elio drinking, getting messed up. Tearing the dance floor down. Tearing the he, dance floor is like an understatement. He owned the dance floor. He, he did, and he paid a price where he was sweating like Shaq in the fourth quarter. It was, <laughs> it was ridiculous. Man, the worst was part was saying goodbye drenched. to him and touching oh, his yeah. back. Uh, oh, my was, God. It was disgusting. But, I mean, to, just to talk more about the venue, I mean, like we said, not as packed, but also, like, you know, it's interesting. We were like, oh, let's get a beer or something. I'm like, oh, yeah, how, much, how much is a beer? He's like, I don't know, like 15 bucks. I'm like, what do you mean 15 bucks? He's like, yo, like the shops are like 20 bucks. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? A beer was like nine bucks there. It was actually decently priced for what you'd get. But um, there's that. I mean, the people there, just it was just I, I had more fun just watching people, yes. especially our guy. The king, the, the he owned that shit. Yeah, just was, some random was, little Mexican dude walking around, and he was partying. Elio owned the dance floor. This man owned the entire place. He was just, he was doing laps, interacting with everyone, just dancing. There was balloons. He, anytime there was a balloon in the air, <laughs> that man was swatting the shit out of it. He was, he was just vibing. Dude should have went pro in volleyball. <laughs> how he, he, was going, he was going hard. I mean, just to see, like, that was my favorite thing to do. I'm like, yo, where's the king at? Where is he at? (laughs) One of, I almost shit my pants laughing when I saw this. But so in this venue, like we said, it's like a dance hall. But there was for some reason, like a stage, you know, at one end was the DJ. And there was also two DJ booths, which I was kind of confused by. I'm like, who's controlling the music? What's going on here? But there was like a stage connected to the DJ booth that a lot of people were on. And it was elevated, obviously, because it's a stage. And, like, I guess there was, like, a little, like, box you would step on. So I didn't see when our king got on the stage. And mind you, he's a short man. Like, he must, if he's hitting five feet, that's a lot. Like, I don't know. He was, like, either five foot, four foot, eleven. He was a short man. (laughs) Short Short king. Yeah. I mean, the thing that almost ripped me to shreds laughing was, 
he gets off the stage, but he gets off the stage by going on all fours to crawl off. And he's like, he, he doesn't look like he's fucked up in terms of like intoxication <laughs> level. But this man went on all fours, and I was like, this is my favorite man here. I mean, yeah, I just couldn't get enough that. of that. <laughs> the man went on all fours. You know how, like, I I don't even know if it's, like, the grading or what it is, but this man had to go on all fours so he it's could safely it. get down off of the small stage. It's physically and just psychologically low to have to get down on all fours. So... <laughs> But again, he was a king, so he, he knew he, <laughs> he could do, do what he wants. And, and who's going to stop him? Who's going <laughs> to say anything? Nothing. And the thing was, like, already, if you're going to this venue, I feel like you're not, like, if wait, this venue had weird vibes, but not bad, bad vibes. Like, yeah. it was still an interesting time, but, like, even this guy doing his thing, like, he wasn't a problem. Like, he was just vibing out. You could tell he went on his own, and, you know, it makes me wonder, like, is he lonely? Is he looking to make friends? Like, I was almost wondering, was he trying to make friends? Because he was, like, joining every group at any point, and, like, not that many, like, looked like they cared if he was there or, like, accepting. At one point, I gave him a fist bump. You gave him a fist oh. bump just so he could know we respect his game, you know? <laughs> but I had to pay my respects. Honestly, but it was just such a. You know, I wonder what went through, what was going through his mind that entire night. First of all, did he speak English? I was Second just of say, all, now, now that I think about it, didn't hear the man say a word, so he might have not spoken <laughs> English. Yeah, he was just fist bumping, and I mean, I recorded it because eventually, I don't know how we naturally were making a circle on the dance floor, mostly because yeah. Elio was kicking and pushing and doing yes. whatever he's doing to dance. That everyone's trying to give him space so much that we made a circle, and people were going in and out of the circle. I remember I looked at you, I'm like, "Yo, the king needs to get in here," and he did, and it was so fucking great. Didn't yeah. tear up the dance floor, but he he owned yeah. it anyway. Mm -hmm. He still owned it. Yeah, no, I, I I did not like that dance circles just kept happening. I was like, this is... I it kept, kept happening, and it was away. so whack, because no one was yeah. getting in it anyway. I Because mean, it, was, it was a good amount of white people, so what are we going to do? Yeah. And like... Cha-cha sliding coming on. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> and, you know, like, for Elio, he was intoxicated enough that he'll go in. For me, like, I got to be intoxicated if I ever even want to consider that idea. But like people were just standing there. But when that king went in, I had to record it. That was that was great. I'll see if I post. I got a blur his face for identity purposes. We you got to protect the king, of course. But mm -hmm. <laughs> that was that was a night. That was it wasn't like you know as Tom would say a movie. But mm -hmm. I bet for the king it was I a movie. Know. That guy had a movie for him, and <laughs> I would watch a movie about the the king. I, I mean. I wish, like, we could have, like, you know, I didn't care enough too much to, like, try and speak to him and get to know him. I didn't want to, you know, blow his vibe. But, like, I just want to know what the hell was going through his mind. Like, there are people vibes. that can just do that. You know, just vibes. There are people that can just go to a bar and do their own thing and not care to have anyone with them. Which, you know, I've gone to, like, a restaurant alone and that's a lot. I mean, I've gone to a movie alone and that's a lot. I like to do those type of activities with people. But, hey. This guy was on his own doing his thing. Maybe he had people there and he just didn't give a fuck. He was just yeah. hype. Pa power to him. Gotta respect it. And honestly, yeah. I feel like the, the venue has potential because it's like, it's not too, it's not too big, but not too small. It just, 
it's not as bad as the outside makes it look. So it just looks like a random warehouse, but then go go in, it's fairly nice. Have coat check. Which, they got an attendant in the bathroom. Oh, I didn't even go to the bathroom. They had an attendant. Yeah, so they're <laughs> they're fancy then. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it was not, maybe if they're. I'm trying to think of another like pitbull adjacent party. That if they you you mentioned one. that actually, I um, Lauren and I were looking for something to do the next day, and we ended up making plans. But I looked at Eventbrite just to see what was going on there, and that's actually where you could get the tickets for this, you know, the little party. And I saw the next day they were doing a Doja Cat SZA party. <laughs> <laughs> that, and uh, you know, interesting. That I, and then I realized we didn't also mention the fact that so they did play Pitbull. There was plenty of Pitbull played. But there was, of course, other songs that were being played like that weren't Pitbull. Just the most random songs. Like, just songs you hear at a bar. But, yep. you know, in the background, they have on the big screen mm, just yep. a constant loop a of Pitbull videos. Constant second. loop. And it was just fun to watch what these Pitbull... Like, I don't think I've rarely... Like, I've rarely seen Pitbull videos. The one that comes to mind the most is uh, the one with him and Neo, everything tonight. Because I can remember yes. those scenes before That's this, but besides that, that I can't I remember think, a single thing. I think International Love by Chris Brown, because I think I kind of remember parts of that video. But yeah, they were showing videos that I've definitely never seen, and I need to watch more Pitbull music videos because they are ridiculous. There was one point oh, yeah. where he was just dressed like a 15-year-old. He had a snapback. He was wearing jeans. It was like it was jarring to see Mr. Worldwide look like that, and I need to know what the fuck was happening. Yeah, I'm only used to seeing him wearing a suit, so that was yeah. that was something. Yeah, that was that was our night. That was a fun time. Good weekend. Yeah. I mean, it was nice to do that Friday. Um, yeah, that was a good Friday. Saturday was good. Sunday. I mean, I text you. I fucking saw a big cat out yeah, in the wild. Man, that's crazy. I, you know, if you were there, the you'd probably be just, shitting bricks. <laughs> he was just coming back from, I think they were in Ohio for okay. watching March Madness and everything. Yeah. Uh, Ohio. And yeah, no, if I, I get pretty, I get starstruck for people that aren't really stars, but him, I would shit my pants because I've been listening to that man since like 2016. Yeah. I how I would react. Like, I know for me, like, it was, like, a big moment because I was like, yo, it's fucking Big Cat. And, like, it's what happens. Like, you know, I, I, I saw the – I see the person coming who is Big Cat. And at first I'm like, is that is that actually Big Cat? And then I'm like, oh, shit, that is Big Cat. Like, there's no way to not be Big Cat. And then, you know, I'm telling Lauren, like, yo, like, yo, this is this guy, you know, from Barstool, blah, blah. She's like, oh, you should say something. And, like, I always would love to be like, yes, but I always am afraid to be that person to see a celebrity, you know, or – but yeah, you could call him like a celebrity of some sort because he's, you know, he, one yeah, of the no, biggest he... podcasts out there. But I don't want to be like, I don't want to interrupt. I don't yeah. want to, you know, come off weird. Like, I don't like that's, doing that because I bet they exactly don't mind. But feel. exactly. And there's like another part of me, too, where it's like, you know, I like Big Cat. I love listening to part of my take when I make the time for it. I love when they interview wrestlers and all that stuff. And, you know, I expect Big Cat to be a stand-up guy. But, like, what if, you know, let's say I say, yo, what's up, Big Cat? And he just dubs my shit. Like, then I'd be, then it would be hard for me to listen to part of my take again. (laughs) He has a bad day, and you caught him at a bad time. I I, I could definitely see that happening. Like, it would be so hard to listen to the podcast again without thinking, like, 
damn, Big Cat basically told me to go fuck myself. <laughs> and I almost, because I remember, and I wanted to text you about it, and, like, you didn't get back to me until later on anyway, but I wasn't, I wasn't going to do it, but I was like, because he was there, he was literally next to me. And, like, I wanted to maybe say something because I was sitting down eating the food because it was in uh, in Time Out Market in Dumbo. If you've never been there before, I don't think Finn, I don't think you've been there before. Yeah. We should go. Great food. It's like a food hall. Plenty of stuff there. And we were at Clinton Street Bakery, like, their, their section. Amazing fucking pancakes. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And I think that's what he ordered. Um, uh, yeah, definitely. But um, he was like right behind me at one point waiting for his order. And I just and I and Lauren's like, come on, you want to see you want me to say something? I'm like, no, I don't want you to say something. I love her, but she would definitely say something. He he would get up and leave, I feel. Next thing I know, I listened to the next part of my take and he's like, yo, this guy, big pussy, his girlfriend had to say hi to me for him. I'm like, oh, there you go. (laughs) If it wasn't (laughs) put me on suicide watch. He would easily say something like that. So that Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I just I don't want to be awkward and like, you know, I would like to be to the point where I could just do this because I would like to, but and then I was trying to remember, was it the thing beforehand years ago that they used to do with their listeners if they ever see them in the wild oh. or is it go fuck yourself or suck <laughs> no, my dick? Sorry. Which one was it? <laughs> it used to be suck my dick. I wanted to say that so bad, <laughs> but I was I, I couldn't remember it. Because so many people would just go up to them and just say, hey, Big Cat, suck my dick. That it was a problem that they told everyone, just stop it. it uh, I think it would, happen to, it would happen to PFT a lot. So they said, See? we got to stop this. I think they, at one point, did something else, but I can't remember what. I, it would be very tough for me not, if I ever saw him, I would really want to say suck my dick. Because it's just, I, it's classic part of my thing. <laughs> And that's what I wanted to do, too, because I remember that. But then I was like, wait, what if I forgot? Because I definitely remember they stopped doing it. But then I was like, what, what if he, like, took offense to it somehow? Like, even though, like, this was a thing. Like, what if he thought I actually just, met, like, hated him? <laughs> the only thing I would have told you to say is uh, ask him if Hank's ever gotten a lottery ball. Because he'll love that. Because Hank's never gotten a lottery ball. And he loves it when people <laughs> tell him. Oh man, that would have been awesome. That's the only it. That's the one way you can interact with him or PFT, and they'll even if they're in a terrible mood, they'll just get happy. Especially Big Cat because he loves when people tell him Hank sucks at the lottery ball. Damn, I wish I knew because yeah, I also wish I so happened to have been wearing my uh part of my take track suit because that would have been funny Mm. (laughs) out in the wild. I'm just wearing that big ass bright track suit. It also just been funny that you don't say anything and you're just sitting <laughs> next to him and you're just in a part of my take track suit. Nothing. <laughs> and happens. we made and we made fucking eye contact at one point, I'm pretty sure. So, like, I'm pretty sure if that, like if he noticed that we made eye contact, he was like, oh, yeah, this guy probably knows who I am. Mm-hmm. But like, I just like I said, like, I don't want to be weird. And I'm also afraid if he's having a bad day, that it's a bad interaction. And then mm-hmm. I can't look at Big Cat the same. Yeah. And. I feel like I did the safe approach since he's in Brooklyn. That's where he lives. He might've been with his family and uh, he was on his own. I'm pretty sure Uh, he's a very private person. So yeah, don't his family. I would not, I'd I'd be very nervous to talk to him. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was on his own. He looked pretty lonely. No one was with him. 
Yeah, but he, um, he had a bad he had a bad weekend as usual gambling. So that's probably oh yeah, drowning his sorrows and pancakes. That's that's what I was figuring because I did see that clip of him in the rage room going off, but. Mm-hmm. I uh, yeah, so I, I did the, I did not say anything. This is the third time I've seen a barstool person, which is pretty like it's not crazy, but it makes sense because we're in New York. So I've seen KFC in the airport, and I always forget his name, but the skinny dude I mentioned. Oh, it to Nick you Nick Tarani, I think you saw. Yeah, him. I saw Nick Tarani in front of Penn because mm-hmm. I would definitely say hi there. to Nick because Nick is crazy and he seems uh, so chill. It, like he oh, can't, he doesn't seem so like he chill. could have a bad day. <laughs> uh, he, he's he's very chill. Yeah. I saw PFT once at a Mets game. That that's about it. And Frank, oh, oh Frank's always at Mets game, so I always see him. <laughs> I feel like you'd be trying to avoid him. <laughs> no, I can't, I can't stand him. So yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I felt like sharing that story because that was just fucking cool to see Big Cat, mm-hmm. even if I didn't interact. But uh, one day, one day, when uh, strictly nonsense and Project Kayfabe, they get signed by Barstool. Like we'll just mm-hmm. be homies, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anywho, um, what else did I want to mention? Uh, Finn, actually, this is something you want to talk about. Tell me about what you've been watching lately. What, what have you been seeing? Because for me, I haven't been, you know, watching much besides movies. Like I watched all the screams before we saw Scream. I'm going to wrap up all of the John Wick series before we see John Wick on Thursday. So I haven't had time for anything else, to be honest. I want to, but it's just either that or wrestling or content. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, movies, um, any movies I'm watching are usually with you and the boys. So yeah, besides I did watch, I've watched both John Wick one and John Wick two, just need to watch three either, uh, tonight or tomorrow to, in preparation for chapter four. Uh, but I've been really just in on a good amount of shows right now. Uh, I'm binging succession. Because the new season starting this Sunday, uh, almost done with it. It is one of the best shows, possibly the best show of like the last five years. It's so incredible. Highly recommend anyone that hasn't watched it, who's listening right now, go watch it. Try to maybe keep up, watch it, and then watch the final season that's uh, starting Sunday. Oh, this it, is the final, right? Yeah, it's oh. a final. It's, it's three seasons so far. This is gonna be the fourth. It it's ending soon, but if it has another great season, it's gonna go down as one of the best TV shows I think of all time. Because it's been oh, three fantastic seasons. So if they end on a high note, this is, I mean, it's a. I feel like it's possibly been their, I don't know, biggest, but definitely their best HBO show since uh game of thrones like it it rivals like early middle thrones how good this is oh shit okay yeah, well no that's i i, I can't give it enough recommendations and i praise i see high praise from you and i see a lot of like whatever it was like playing last season on twitter i remember it was all over twitter yeah no it's it's big it's not a, i mean because thrones was literally like a cultural oh, yeah. global movement yeah. like it, it so social media especially twitter like during it and after it is insane uh but yeah i i also there's just been there's so many good shows coming right now like i wednesdays are pretty big right now because mandalorian and ted lasso both drop on wednesdays yeah that's right actually the second season of 
the second episode of Ted Lasso this season dropped early, so I just watched this watched it before we went on. And Mando, the last episode, I didn't love it, still enjoyed it. But I heard first, it, yeah, I heard it was like okay because it's it's just interesting. They showed, uh, I don't want to spoil, I won't spoil anything, but they showed background of certain characters and more of the Republic, but still had a little bit Mando in the beginning and end. But yeah, the first three episodes, it's still Mando. It's still enjoyable. Grogu is the cutest thing on the planet. So anytime he's on the screen, I light up. <laughs> and rumors are that he might start talking soon. So that's going to be very interesting. Can't wait for when him that to say the gamer word. <laughs> <laughs> and I think when I heard this rumor, I think I recall when we used to... Uh, review mando season two in project kayfabe days i think we were talking about who we want to be voicing grogu and i think we came to the consensus of danny devito danny so, devito uh, oh, that yes would be, that would be funny the... <laughs> if that happened and also apparently he's not going to speak like yoda because Yoda's the only person this in his species, I forget what the species is called, that talks like that. Like talks Yeah, I remember we learned about that earlier this year, or last year. Yeah, Yoda's uh, just a weird fucker. <laughs> the, the, the woman Yoda, uh, Waddle, that you Yaddle. see. Uh, oh, Yaddle. What? <laughs> just <laughs> just ridiculous of a name. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> uh, she talks regularly. She was voiced by Bryce Dallas Howard in something for Star Wars last year. And like spoke normal because apparently Yoda's master talked like that in riddles. So he like mimicked him and talks <laughs> like an asshole, really. Yeah, literally just being an asshole. <laughs> That's whole Yoda's gimmick. He's like, yo, Luke, you want to like train with me on your back? Yeah, it's not going to do much for you. I just want a piggyback ride. <laughs> you before piece of he, shit. Re- really, before you've learned out that he is the Jedi, he's just being an asshole, Luke. Going through eating his food and shit, like Yoda is low key an asshole, but he he also can fuck shit up. So there, he, there's that. Yeah. But okay, yeah. so Mando, Ted Lasso, Succession, and also one other show, uh, Shrinking, that's on Apple TV. Uh, Shrinking new, is that with new, uh... with Jason Siegel, aka Marshall yes. Erickson, and uh, Harrison Ford. This. It's yeah. it's a quite enjoyable show very it's kind of got similar vibes to ted lasso where it is very funny but also can be pretty sad at some points another i recommend because it's also a, like a 35 minute show oh it's, an easy watch it's easy binge it's only been the finale's friday but it's been nine episodes 10 this first season very easy watch i blew through the fir- like i caught up at episode nine i think i watched the first eight in like three days it was so easy oh there you go but yeah i enjoy that and i think apple tv i'm just gonna start watching more apple tv stuff because they they hit it's only been two last ted lasso and this but i hear severance is amazing and like other shows that like no one talks about are low-key really good are they still doing like the morning show or is that done i think there is gonna be another season that i've heard another season yeah and then they had that uh that uh or was that Netflix? No, that was Apple TV. Whichever one had the, uh, what was it? What was it? The space one with uh, Steve Carell, 
Or was that Netflix? Oh, that was Netflix Space Force. Yeah. Right? There the King you go. Of Space Force. Yeah, I think I watched Big like the first few episodes this first season. It sucked. <laughs> well, it wasn't funny. And it had it had some really good people, I remember, and it just wasn't that funny. It was it was kind of sad. That makes sense. I feel like once John Wick, once we're done with John Wick, maybe I'll be able to have time to get back into some shows. Like uh, I was doing a whole bunch of show watching before the year started, but got to finish and catch up to Abbott Elementary. I want to, you know, eventually catch up and start Mando. Mm-hmm. And then I think, you know, I was going to play the game before I got into it, but I think I just might get into it because the game might be just long and might get me bored, even though it's a good game. But The Last of Us, I think I just might start yeah. it already. I, I feel like you got to watch it. It was so good. So, so good. There, especially there's like two, three episodes that are like some of the best television I've ever seen. Like how the, the, I want you to watch it because I want to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, we got to at some point. I know Greg was t- Greg's been telling me first, when are we going to watch it and then talk about it on the pod? And he keeps asking me, when am I going to stream it? So I think we might talk about it before I stream it again, just because it, it, it looks like it was, a very long It was long quite day. enjoyable to watch you stream because you couldn't read. It was, it was yeah. perfect. It's a regular day in the life for me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all right. So we got some stuff to check out and watch. So Finn got some recs and seems mm-hmm. like you're watching some good stuff. What else did I want to talk about? Oh, I thought this was my new obsession right now on Instagram. And you couldn't find anything on it because it's on Instagram. But I am very obsessed with Kermit. <laughs> it's at Kermit from Omegle. Is that his handle? Uh, well, let me let me find it. Uh, so essentially, <laughs> there's this guy. He goes on Omegle and he just... <laughs> he's pretending to be Kermit the Frog the entire time. And it's one of the funniest things I've seen. Actually, I think it's probably just think about it. I might have seen a TikTok or two of this. I might have sent it to. I mean, I'm going to send you to like right now so you can react live and then I'll post them probably on the Instagram so people could check out. But. I can't like I the other night, you know, I, I I don't sleep enough as it is, but I just was stuck watching his entire page because holy crap, I can't stop laughing to Kermit I'll, the Frog. Uh, I'll mute myself so I can hear it. <laughs> just watched the first one. I knew it was coming. It was still very funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've definitely seen this and it is. It's quite enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely seen this Kermit on TikTok. <laughs> so for those who don't know what we're talking about, because obviously it's a podcast, if you want to watch the videos, I'll tag it. I'll put it in the, the bio of all of the info on the uh, podcast stuff. But um, it's a guy pretending to be Kermit the Frog on Omegle with our Kermit puppet. You only see the puppet. And he just gets on Omegle. He like starts talking about stuff, and then he's like, "Yo, you want to see something?" And he pulls out his Kermit dick, but it's just a cucumber. Yeah. But the reaction that people yeah. have, and just how he does it too, like it looks so legit that it's too fucking funny. I think it's 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 because it's funny, but also I'm childish in that kind of sense where it's just hilarious. But I think it's just genuinely funny. Yeah, no, it's it's very childish, but still it. it- it, it's funny it is 
it's a spot on Kermit impression. Like it's pretty fucking good. <laughs> and then it's a very like, good impression. And then like sometimes in some of the videos, like you know the the person like is so shocked. He's like, "My bad, shorty." <laughs> it's, just, it's just so fucking funny. I don't know how, but it is. So definitely go watch Kermit on Omegle on Instagram and TikTok because. It's just so fucking funny. Um, <laughs> segueing into something that may be funny, may not be funny to some. I was, um, I was looking, I was scrolling through, I think TikTok or Twitter or Instagram, one of the other, and someone like showed a video, and I'm I'm forgetting the context of the video too. But um, this person was like talking about random stuff. He was like, oh, yeah, Harry Potter, this fan fiction. Oh, yeah, I bet you guys didn't know, but this is real. So, Finn, I'm going to I'm going to tell you the name and then maybe I will read a, a, a portion or maybe not. I don't know. It's hard to read, but I I don't even know what I should have read it beforehand. I felt like the pull out the section I wanted to talk about. Maybe this will be in part two. I'll we'll talk about it on the next episode if I actually read a little bit of it. And and we quote some of it, but um, <laughs> I don't. I'm laughing, but it's not funny. But it is funny. Yeah. <laughs> the name of this. <laughs> oh my god! The name of this Harry Potter fan fiction is Harry Potter and the Tumbling Towers. Oh no! Oh, no. Oh, my how, god, I, I... how should I have known that the way you're laughing is definitely going to be about 9/11? How I, I should have known. It's so bad. <laughs> oh no! Oh, it's so fucking bad. But yes, there is a Harry Potter fan fiction taking place on the day of 9/11. <laughs> I feel like, you know, this is just this is so bad to be laughing at, but whole I, I just can't believe this is something that came through somebody's head. No, that is no that makes sense. Uh, so, this is fucked up, but yeah. I could easily this sounds like an easily Reddit thing where someone some crazy motherfucker just thinks of stuff like this. Yeah, I mean uh, when you Google Harry Potter and the Tumbling Towers, the first thing that comes up is from fanfiction.net, and I think this is the fanfiction. Uh, so the video section on Google, because, you know, this is how it promotes it, there is a Harry Potter and the Tumbling Towers AMS- ASMR Chapter 2. Um, there's someone else reading it. Um, someone talking about series that makes no sense. There's a Twitter post about it. Actually, let's see what the Twitter post has to say. Um, oh, it's just someone like talking about why does 9-11 Harry Potter fan fiction exist? <laughs> um, and there's the subreddit or, or yeah, it's from the same guy. I guess he has a subreddit. Um, Harry Potter just got to play all these track at once. So you get it smoothly. All right. All right. That actually doesn't make any sense. All right. So the subreddit that posted I found didn't make any sense. But the actual fan fiction, which I believe is the actual fan fiction, it's by uh, Bableton. Okay. Bailiton. I don't know. The summary is Ron is sent to New York City for an aura mission. Three days before 9-11 attacks on the World Trade Center, a tribute story to the 10th anniversary of Harry Potter's biggest, uh, oh wait, of America's biggest tragedy on the 21st century. And this was published on September 10th, 2011. 
to a 10 year anniversary so they had to put it up uh, yep that's, <laughs> <laughs> there's a warning on here so warning the 9-11 attacks on the World Trade Center is a highly tender subject to most people, especially the Americans who were alive to witness a tragedy like me. Um, if you feel like especially sensitive to the subject and feel the need to criticize the story harshly, and then they put quotes, uh, harshly meaning beyond constructive criticism or unnecessary unkind comments, please save us both the time. And do not read the story. The story is not in any way meant to insult the day or those who died in the attacks. It's to pay tribute to the day in a unique Harry Potter related way. So please enjoy and no flames. All right. So now, now that I've, I have it pulled up now and I've just read along with that. I thought this was a joke. And the more I'm reading it, it seems, I, I don't want to read all this, but it seems like, this person's serious about this yeah. actually wrote fan flick- fiction. Like this is lame. I thought it was at least going to be funny, but he's taking this way too seriously and involving nine 11. This is, this is actually offensive. I think, <laughs> I think this is actually this, this is way more offensive than I get a joke about September 11th. Cause at least it's a joke. This is someone trying to be serious about Harry Potter and nine 11. Yeah, oh, this God. is uh, I don't like it's clearly meant not to be in poor taste, but it gives me poor taste yeah, vibes, it, you know, like like you almost wish it was supposed to be a joke. And like someone just, you know, some people obviously think they took it too far. Some people will find a can't cook out of it. But, you know, didn't I have not read any of it. I've just basically read what I've said out loud. And um, yeah, just it's something it's something that yeah. exists, which is just crazy to me. I was just going to say, I think this is like also doing like fan fiction for Harry Potter world during like World War II. And that's definitely a thing. There's definitely fan fiction. about. Oh, that there got to be probably. a thing about that. Was, yeah. was Hitler a, secretly a wizard? Something like that. <laughs> I mean, technically <laughs> Voldemort is like really wizard Hitler. I think people. Actually he is wizard Hitler. Hitler. Yeah. Yeah, what house do you think Hitler was? It would be. In? <laughs> He's definitely a Ravenclaw. <laughs> Big Ravenclaw guy. <laughs> oh my god! But um, yeah, this is a thing that exists, and it, yeah, it definitely wasn't meant to be a joke. But just when you hear this, it sounds like a joke. Yes, but, but the the name of it is like, oh, that's ridiculous that they say the tumbling towers. But no, I think they're legitimately <laughs> serious. This is fucked up. I mean, this is what we have, and this was made in 2011. And you know, yeah. someone was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna make a Harry Potter fan fiction about Harry Potter during 9/11." Yeah, apparently, I'm looking. I think it says it's three chapters long, 8,620 words. That's a lot of words. I don't know exactly how many pages that would be, but it's a good amount of words. But man. Yeah, three chapters long. That's that's what I'm seeing here. That's a... I I don't know if I should report back and read it and pull out the best quotes, or if I'm gonna like kill myself after reading this because yeah, I would tell you definitely if this was what I thought it was gonna be like kind of satirical and like kind of fucked up. No, this just seems like it's a nerd who did fan fiction. Like maybe Harry I'll find Potter way too seriously. Maybe I'll go on YouTube and find the audio version of this or something. Cause, 
my lord maybe i'll report back in a future episode on this but um yeah this is something that exists and the world's the world's a crazy place out there the internet even (laughs) this i know technically like facebook twitter were big and popular during like 2011 but this is internet's always been fucked up like yeah this is internet stays undefeated (laughs) i mean what the hell It, it really is um other stuff that thought was interesting to talk about just why not we'll give our own opinions and weigh on certain topics or just talk about it so um if you follow the nba which we do i mean i follow it a little bit more loosely now i just haven't felt the urge to watch it in a while we know about john morant amazing player idiot of a person at this rate with what he's been doing on social media way to describe him (laughs) amazing player but take his phone away um this man of course if you have been paying attention if you're listening you know that he was on social media and he was waving a gun around on like a instagram live or some bullshit and he got into trouble because everyone's like you're a clown you're a bozo why the hell would you do this you're a dumbass like you're a big fucking star for the nba and you think they want you to be waving a gun around so first well and then the the part that the reason why i bring it up because now this is a little bit about two weeks old at this rate i'd say um it's just funny that i saw on twitter everyone was talking about it because ja rule weighed in on the info weighed in on this and he's blaming you know hip-hop music just because like you know hip-hop music is influential and you know it's a kind of like it's a thing you know it goes together like oh hip-hop rap you know there's the the gang violence apparently that correlates with it and you know guns and shit like that which you know makes sense the fact that ja rules just weighing on this is funny and it just makes me think of the dave Chappelle that's, that's talking first, about ja rule when you sent this i'm like that's all i thought about was dave Chappelle going, who gives a fuck what ja rule thinks like <laughs> the funny thing is it's it relates to 9-11 in the stand-up <laughs> They apparently MTV was talking to Ja Rule after 9-11 and he's like, why the fuck do we got to talk about Ja I don't care what Ja Look at Rule how this, is. look at that. I didn't even intend for it to go full circle, but it does. But it does. Like, what does talk about Ja Rule has to say? And like, this is very true, especially the per- the person comes up to them, comes up to Ja Rule at like, as soon as he's getting out of the airport, which... Oh, so honestly, you saw the clip, yeah. I saw the clip. Like, I had to... Because I definitely saw mentions of this on Twitter, but I never, I didn't watch the clip till you brought it up, and it's, it's just ridiculous. That I feel like the reporter or TMZ guy, whatever, kind of a little bit baited him to saying it because he was just asking, saying like, "Do you think hip hop is the reason for like causing this for like promoting gun violence and everything?" And like he was kind of agreed with it, mentioned that like when uh, Snoop Dogg singing about gin and juice we started drinking gin and juice and stuff like that and i don't know my first thought was that it sound like ja rule was sounding like an old white politician at first like we're <laughs> yeah blaming, we're blaming the hip-hop the hippity hop and the rap for the violence i think it's just more Ja's just being dumb and <laughs> the other reports that he has it sounds like honestly the people around him are also dumb and do dumb shit so I think that also hurts him as well, the people that are around him. I think they there was a report, I forgot if it was the Pacers or whatever, like had a little bit of a d- dust up with the Grizzlies. And then people were point, 
after the game were pointing like lasers at the, I believe it was the Pacers bus, mimicking like they had a gun. Uh, I think it was people associated with John Moran, and it's just like, uh, and also apparently so he beat dumb. up, he beat up a kid. Like he, <laughs> it's it's like, it's it's really it sucks because he's an awesome, amazing, athletic player. I, I there was, I think it was like a few years ago. I wanted to get a John Moran jersey mainly because the old school Grizzly jerseys are really yeah, nice. that would be so cool. And but now I'm still gonna not do that yet unless you know he just he's got he's also has an extension coming up they signed the past off season five years 188 million apparently can go as high as like 220 if you make certain uh accolades and incentives and everything so he has a lot to fuck up right now he really does wealth in his hands just don't fuck it up and also the grizzlies are good he's made the grizzlies good yeah. So would, just don't would, fuck up. <laughs> My favorite thing is when this first came out was the memes about his publicist seeing this shit on <laughs> like just like you have so much going for you. you. Like I get it. It looks cool and shit. But for the Pete for like for God's sakes, don't put it on social media like there was that. I mean, of course, there was like uh, I saw like a video of him like in the strip club and shit, which like. We know this is not an uncommon one thing. thing. I will defend him. It's fucked up that those had to be released because he was yeah. just, he was having a good old time. You couldn't see the floor. That's how many dollar bills were on the floor. Yeah, legit. It was, <laughs> it, was it was drenched in there. And I'm actually probably not even singles. The guy is he's still he's loaded, loaded off his rookie contract. And but no, he's missing games, and I believe because of like quote-unquote whatever suspension he has he's definitely losing paychecks so oh yeah that he was he went into i don't know posting your gun on instagram rehab for like two days and came out (laughs) i think okay so i think he's supposed to come back tomorrow i think it was eight game suspension yeah because i think he had when they talked to ja rule i think he said, I think there's two more games and then he'll be back. So, yeah, hopefully it just doesn't fuck up. And this also goes back to don't fuck with Shannon Sharp because ever since there was that whole thing between Shannon Sharp and the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies have kind of gone on a downward trajectory this last year. Oh, yeah. Year, I do so remember that, yeah. Don't, don't, <laughs> fuck with, don't fuck with Shannon Sharp. Don't fuck with Unk. <laughs> don't fuck with Unk. <laughs> but yeah i just saw that just people just stupid things and stupid yeah. things that happens i mean another stupid thing that we could briefly touch on before we ended up talking about scream i mean isn't it interesting that our former president is being, <laughs> like everyone keeps talking about him getting arrested <laughs> and the fact that it's hilariously he could get arrested for giving a porn star hush money like yeah <laughs> how, like it, it this would be ridiculous if it was and probably still is big news if this was Donald Trump 10 years ago before he was president, but it just adds on to the fact that he was president and apparently gave this hush money right before he became president. And now, yep, like literally, uh, like I think 2016 or some shit. Yeah, it was like right when it looked like he was going to become president. Apparently he was paid. I, I, I just briefly skimmed something. I didn't want to, because again, I just don't want to. Reading's hard. Read, reading <laughs> is hard. And also I don't. 
I don't care if he gets arrested or not. Yeah, I, I, he's also I don't. Done, he's done probably way worse stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, I thought it was like, you know, your typical like tax evasion or something. But I think it's also like everyone knows he avoids taxes and nothing really happens. So yeah, a lot of celebrities is, do. <laughs> yeah, it's like this is like nothing compared to it. He and other politicians have done. Oh, yeah, like, easily. This is, this is nothing. But damn, damn hush money for, you know, the stuff from Stormy Daniels. And, you know, it's not even the problem that he, like, may or may have not fucked a porn star. You know, it's and even w- even while his wife was, you know, had giving birth to the son or whatever the story is. It's more of that the money came from, like, one of his, like, foundations or campaign or something like that. So that's the illegal part about it. Yeah, so it's like makes sense. But also, like, I don't know, I'm someone that. I heard, I hear all that and be like, yeah, no shit. He did that. Like <laughs> there's definitely people like, Oh, this is like, Oh, this is why he's terrible. I'm like, he's done worse stuff. This is no, oh, you didn't think he was cheating on his wife with anyone. <laughs> he was admitted to grabbing p- women by the pussy. He's done way worse stuff than this. It's crazy. I'm not. And again, it, it he's bad, but it's also, I feel like all politicians have, Stupid oh yeah, shit like I mean, this done bad. Like, politicians suck. Look at Elio; he wants to be in it. <laughs> <laughs> love you, Elio. You'll never hear yeah. this. Yeah, I mean, he's me. never. That's that's why I also said it because he'll never listen to this. I mean, it's just like, sheesh. But hey, what twenty twenty four? I mean, yeah, come back. If he doesn't. <laughs> he's still. I mean, he's still gonna run, and I think he's lost a little bit of his steam, but he'll. It'll definitely be competitive. Yeah. Uh, more I mean, than like what I think is probably going to be. Because I don't think he's, I don't think the Republicans want Trump. And I don't think he wants the Republicans. So he might just run himself. And yeah. probably like DeSantis will be a Republican nominee. And I don't know what's going to happen. But in 2026, 2024. It's going to be. 2026 or? No, it's 2024. I just. I thought the World Cup accidentally. <laughs> uh, yeah, 2024. It's probably going to suck again. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> USA. USA. <laughs> All right. I, I forgot. There was one more thing I wanted to talk about. And, you know, as we talk about, you know, Trump, the, how the mighty have fallen, there's another person mm-hmm. that we got to talk about how the, the mighty has fallen. The mightiest. He, he sits on my desk, and it's even more ironic that – it's the Black Adam figure because, <laughs> you know, I bought it for the meme purpose at first. Also, it looks like a really good figure. But damn, there's always some shit now going on. Ever since Black Adam finally became a thing, there's just been so much controversy behind it. And it's so funny because it's been in the works. Like, I remember seeing the images of The Rock being Black Adam, what, 2010, whenever it was first talked about. And it's only just gone downhill ever since that damn movie has come out. The reason why we're talking about it is because, you know, more questions and more things have been talked about since Black Adam has been released. Shazam 2 just released last week. I hear from some people it's pretty good. I hear from some people it's a movie and you might forget it. I hear there's some redeeming qualities. I hear there's some shitty qualities. It's mostly because DC decides to release this movie and apparently it fits nowhere in the universe of what they have done or what they will do. Wow, and really? DCU did something like that? Who would have thought? <laughs> I mean, at this rate, I just, Warner Brothers, please get rid of DC. Let's sell it to somebody else at this rate. But, you know, it's just very interesting and a lot of people are blaming the 
lack of success for Shazam 2 on The Rock, on Black Adam. And, you know, it was interesting to see that Zachary Levi put this on his Insta story, so I will read this for you. Um, it's a reshare of someone else's story, and they go, all right, the rack... Can't even read. The rap confirms that in Shazam Fury of the Gods, the Justice Society from Black Adam were recruiting Shazam in the post credits. The Rock denied access, and David F. Sandberg had to make last minute decisions to add Emil and John. Um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson attempted to restructure the DCU, centering him and Henry Cavall Superman, Henry Cavill Superman. Uh, the Rock didn't allow Zachary Levi to cameo in the post credits for Black Adam, um, so this is for, via the rap or via the rap. And Zachary Levi re-shared this story on his own Insta story and says, "The truth shall shall set you free." So, so many people are talking about: Is he confirming this is true? And if this is true, I mean, it is pretty fucked up because I mean. The Rock, he did produce his seven seven bucks production, did produce Black Adam, and obviously he wanted to, you know, center the DCEU around Black Adam and Henry Cavall, but there's a new new hierarchy in the DCEU. <laughs> it's funny how well that is. <laughs> But man, I mean, The Rock is in the mud lately with this stuff, and as a Rock fan, it hurts. I mean, it sucks that, you know, did they fudge up the numbers? Is this, uh, you know, a, is I, the I rock they, behind? I think it was proved that they definitely did. And it's just, you know, like for example, as like as a rock fan, it just it sucks, man. Like the rock has been oh, the rock and uh, man, it's just not this, looking good. This really does suck. Also, huge rock fan, but I think this is Black Adam is going to be easily the worst mistake of the Rock's career. Like I mean he, Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was like thinking when just when you sent this and just thinking about everything that's happened since Black Adam and around it, like for the last few years, like five, six, whatever, The Rock has become the biggest star in the world, possibly the most beloved star in all the world. And this is just hurting him a lot. His brand is down the mud. From like, not like, not the Snyder people or like just DC, but just actual just comic book fans and just fans in general are shitting on him because everything, I'm usually one that's like, I don't care about source material, whatever, comic books, I ain't reading them. Make the movie good, that's all I care. And everything is, Black Adam is a Shazam villain, but The Rock didn't want to be a villain, so he wanted to be a good guy. But he also was kind of like an anti-hero in Black Adam. He was still, it was a little bad at times. It was just, he he just should have been a different superhero. If you want to be yeah. a super, di- superhero, could have been any other superhero. He's literally playing a Shazam villain. And sure, he doesn't want to be a villain, but he doesn't even want to do deal with Shazam. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. Like, Shazam 2, I still am interested enough to see it because I keep hearing mixed things, and, you know, I like to hear what Saving the Bees, his opinion is, and he said that overall, like, it wasn't a great movie, but it wasn't a bad movie, and that's also kind of how I felt about Black Adam. I didn't hate that movie. I kind of think... It was was, was fun. It was was an alright movie. Yeah, and The Rock was playing The Rock, which is still part of my problem with The Rock in movies, is that he just plays himself in every damn movie. At least he's more more brooding in this. Yeah, he is. He's not like 
because he wasn't as charismatic. He was a little different, but yeah, overall, still The Rock. And again, if it was majority of other people that were playing Black Adam, Black Adam was probably going to be terrible. But The Rock made it at least fine. Okay, good. But now, I I doubt there's going to be a second one. Yeah. I don't think he would want, he shouldn't, if at least give this a little bit, work back into good graces doing something or just... No, yeah, he's. I mean, he's going to be in another movie where he's The Rock, making a bunch of money, and he's not going to become. This is still going to carry him for a while, and he's not going to be like a hundred percent approval rating. Just, but hopefully, he works himself back up. Maybe back to if he goes back to WWE at one point, that'll definitely help him. I mean, I saw this one tweet. <laughs> Someone said, "Yo, the Rock's been ducking Zachary Levi and Roman Reigns." Yeah. <laughs> like, it's fucking funny. But like, man, the Rock needs to talk. Get like, get rid of his PR team and get a new PR team at this rate, just to like help figure out what he needs to do. So Hollywood to love him again because like, it's not like Hollywood doesn't, but like his brand's a little tainted right now of all this shit. Like feel like especially like anything that's like a big franchise is going to be worried to bring him on at this rate with all the bad publicity he's getting especially now with shazam too and i don't know it's it's as a rock fan it's rough to hear (laughs) even if the rock plays the rock in every movie and i have come to terms that he is the he's not the best wrestler turned actor because it's true i mean before him it's john cena and then before john it's batista but yeah i mean Batista's just killing it but also, Rock gotta do you know, something. What this is just leading to, he's gotta go back to his roots. He's gotta do Scorpion King too. I think that would get that would bring a lot of people back. He should see Scorpion King too, or any one of his like old. I'm trying to think. Let me of get like, let me get Walking Tall too. The Rock. Yes, that, uh, <laughs> what's the other one where he like come comes back as like a sh- becomes a sheriff of a town? Uh. That is Walking Tall. That is Walking Tall. I'm thinking of the other one now. There's another one. Oh, I think yeah, I know what you're Sean talking William about. Scott. That's what's the one with yeah, Sean, Sean William Scott. Scott's in that one. Yep, I do yeah. remember that one. Yeah, there's that one. You should do that. Just that's when. Uh, that's when the Rock was the Rock. It's got. It's got to go back. He can't stop. Southland Tales. Southland Tales. There you go. I think there's also another one where he's with Sean William Scott too. There's like two movies. They're they need to make similar. game. They need to make game plan three, yeah, yes. I think, they, because I think they made a second one that might have been directed DVD. I don't know, or just if they bad. didn't give us game plan two. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he comes. Back. I actually quite enjoyed that movie when I was a kid. Yeah, I liked the game plan. It was it's awesome. As a quarterback, how can you not like it? Oh no, no, I was thinking of they didn't make a second one. They made a second one of the Tooth Fairy, and that was with Larry the Cable oh, Guy. That's no, what I was no. thinking of. <laughs> yeah, no. Tooth, even again, rock fan, too very. Even I couldn't get down for that. Yeah, that was pain and gain too. Maybe let's get some of that. Ooh. Let's get Mark Wahlberg. I really like mm-hmm. that movie. It's still sad to yes. know that Mark Ro- Mark Wahlberg committed a hate crime at one point in his yeah, career. That, that, that sucks he's, to he's, know. <laughs> one one note I made. You know who's a huge winner of this downfall? Dom Toretto, uh, Vin Diesel. Oh yeah, yeah, Vin yeah. That is, is looking great right now because I <laughs> I was on the big when they're feuding. I gotta side with The Rock as much as I love Vin Diesel. Love 
Don Toretto. Like, it's The Rock. How can you go against him? But if stuff like this is coming out, how he's treating people just on Black Adam, I still think yeah, maybe Vin Diesel's in the right here. Probably yeah. not Tyrese, because it's Tyrese. <laughs> Yeah, even but, though Vin but, Diesel was ready to bury the hatchet just to mm-hmm. you know get more money in this movie, but uh, definitely, but maybe maybe he should now. Maybe no, maybe The Rock will I come. Mean, oh yeah, we're, we're saying post credit scene for should, part two, part one. There yeah, you know. he definitely should come back. That would at least that's what he should do to at least bury the hatchet with Vin Diesel, make him look good PR wise. I feel, and then maybe do something with Zach. Bury the hatchet with Zachary Levi too down the road. Yeah, yeah, no, he should. What does it always come back to? Family. (laughs) And also, Hobbs and Shaw too. Hobbs and yeah, I I was just about to say Hobbs and Shaw was cool, and I'm still pissed off that like, oh, maybe they'll address it in this movie, but like, who the hell was the like, you know, the end goal guy like in Hobbs and Shaw? Like, who is the person? Like, I don't think it's Charlize Theron. So, who the hell is it? It probably is, and that's just gonna piss me off. She. I, I can't. What's her name? Cipher. She yeah. sucks. Sucks. <laughs> so I don't know what the end goal is here for that show. I mean that series, and also just rock. Do something to get yourself in the limelight. I can't take any more jokes about you. I I would love to. De- you know, I, I'm never going to defend anyone <laughs> and be a dick rider. But the Rock, you're my guy. But now this mm-hmm. also just proves. John Cena should have beat him on both matches. <laughs> <laughs> if this is how you're going to be, Rocky, you should have lost. <laughs> yeah, that, is, that also proves, I think, Stone Cold's the GOAT. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that too. I think that's also another big winner in this. Stone Cold would never. Yeah. Uh, yikes all around. But that, that we'll see what happens. I'm still interested to see Shazam 2, even though I finally learned, like, I didn't really learn much. I hear the movie's still okay but not bad but not great i do did hear who's like the post credit scene or something also i heard they ended up showing it in a trailer did did you hear about this oh they quite did so spoiler alert if you don't know about it but it's apparently a trailer wonder woman's in the movie gal gadot showed but not even a trailer it was like one of those you know like quick tv or ad spots where it's like 15 seconds or whatever and she's just walking away from shazam Guess, yeah, and it's you know, it's, and it's like, thing. go watch the movie. Go watch it's it not, here. We're going to spoil the most important part for probably Gal, the movie. Gal Gadot is not even there. It's a it's a double. Oh, That's and did the they, they did deep fake it? No, a double it, they of did a deep it well fake? where it doesn't look like it, it does look like her. But there was a video a photo that came out of the stunt double that was in as Wonder Woman. Wow. But more than likely, that was because probably COVID restrictions and stuff. stuff. But yeah. It's just funny. And then also, this is there. And I don't think Wonder, again, if that is in this movie, I'm pretty sure Wonder Woman's gone from DC. This makes no yeah. sense. Yeah. I mean, at least in that five year plan, she wasn't written in it. But like, maybe. Oh, what the fuck? I... Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. I, I did the mistake of, um, well, I didn't think it would be a mistake. I looked on Twitter for Wonder Woman, and I just saw a woman take a big-ass dick to the mouth. What the fuck? Mm, yes, that's that's what you'll see. Oh, oh my God. All right. I, I got to get off of Twitter. Never mind. Holy yeah, shit. 
I'll be coming back to those later. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, maybe uh, maybe the DCEU of James Gunn, maybe they'll do like the the Marvel situation where they'll release a slate of movies and then this is what they're going to do. And then they're going to like add like 20 more in between all of it. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and that's all the people shitting on James Gunn. The James Gunn era still hasn't really started yet. This is all still all DCU bullshit. So yeah, people still hate on James Gunn. Wait till his movies come out. Wait till yeah, he yeah. develops stuff and everything. He's given the and approval. He says he liked. He likes the Flash, and so does Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, oh, Tom Cruise Flash. loves the Flash. Oh, this movie's <laughs> gonna be incredible. I can't wait. I mean, I. I after the trailer, I was already on the Flash bandwagon, but now Tom Cruise no, no, said it's going to be Tom good. Cruise is like, you saved. He did the whole you save cinema as well. To, <laughs> the Flash director, so boom, this is going to be incredible. It's going to be a movie. <laughs> it's going to be a movie. All right, talking about movies. Now yeah. we'll finally get to it. It doesn't have to be a big thing, but we are going to, you know, and spoilers already included. We're not going to do the non-spoiler bit. It's been out for two weeks. If you wanted to see it, you would have saw it by now. Mm-hmm. Scream 6 was a movie we saw two weeks ago. Saw it on Thursday. Um, as I said before getting into it, I watched every Scream movie besides, I guess, the show, which I actually saw one or two episodes of the show before, and I didn't hate it. Um, but I saw the Scream franchise before we saw the sixth one. Which made me appreciate the movie a little bit, just because I was used to the scream shenanigans, even if sometimes they're out fucking rageous, and you still, like, it still doesn't make sense if someone got stabbed 20 times, how are they still alive at the end of the movie? I can't make up for that, but that's just scream shenanigans, but still, it's like, alright, I get a shenanigans. They ain't superheroes. At least, they they are. superhero movies, I can suspend disbelief a little bit, oh, how they survive that. Well, they're superheroes, blah, blah, blah. These are regular-ass college kids. How is Chad alive? How is Chad alive? Guy got stabbed like 20 times by two people. He got double teamed. He really did. People. And that was a sick scene. That was dope. That was sick. That was a sick kill. <laughs> like, give it. That's right. It, uh, people can probably sense what I hated this movie. Couldn't still. <laughs> the more I think about it, I just can't stand it. It's just <laughs> the twist. The twist sucked. The, the the ending really ruined it for me. I didn't like it was a whatever movie, I think, going into the ending and then the ending I just couldn't stand. But yeah, that that one kill Chad being alive and not just like, oh, he got stabbed and everything. Oh, they're sending him to the hospital. He might make it or whatever. No, an hour after getting stabbed million times, the guy was like, oh, I'm fine. I'm going to the hospital, but I'll be good. Like this man should have been at least in a coma. If we're going to oh, go yeah, easily <laughs> like, oh, he's somehow survived this. And yeah, that it, it was just there was some good. Yeah, there were some great kills. I'll give it that. But that's also just the Scream franchise in general. Even at it's like where still has great kills, especially that whole. The the latter scene. Oh, the latter scene. There was a lot of suspense the in there. That was that was a good. I'll give it that that and the opening. The opening was very much like a very good modern twist for like iconic scream openings. Like they, that's, yeah. that's what started the franchise, the whole Drew Barrymore thing. And they've just added to that. Hey, I'll, um, uh, even though I was still tech, I'm kind of wrong. I was still right. When I guess that, uh, 
Flash Thompson or whoever the actor's name's real name is from Spider-Man that he was yeah, going to be I, I, a Ghostface. I kind of got it right. And yeah, but again, they did the whole thing where oh, they made the the creep Chad's creepy roommate. Oh, he's obviously the killer, and of course he was obviously one of the killers. Like that, that was just stupid. That like, yeah, we knew that. And I know that's kind of a thing with Scream as well, but yeah, it just seemed over like no shit. This guy is the killer. Like I don't know. Like it's weird. Like I I agree. I didn't like the reveal, but then like I didn't hate it. But it's just like the like I I think maybe the part that I didn't hate was like I guess it makes sense, especially based off of what I've seen from all the Scream movies. That of course that the father and the family of uh, Huey from the boys that dies in the, in the movie, in the previous Dennis one, Quaid's of course. Done. Yeah. Of course, Shane King's family, you know, his, uh, of course, Shane's family is uh, the one that's going to come back and be the killers in the next movie. Cause that's what they kind of did with the first movie where, um, you know, but uh billy loomis you know he's the killer and then in the second movie it's his mom who's the killer because she's taking revenge like for some reason every time someone's family is like you know you have a family member that's the killer and they die because they're the killer then the family decides to be fucking crazy all together but uh i like i guess that connection because it made sense but then when i like see the saw the reveals like oh that's kind of dumb oh she didn't die oh like uh that, but, like, that was kind of good the whole the sister being alive the slutty roommate i hated uh, it and i didn't hate it like i don't know it was, it was like, weird oh, for okay me. i'll give it to you that but also looking back on it it was obvious that she didn't die because it was just a you like she jumped out and it looked like she was covered in blood but you didn't see her get stabbed and everything at all and the more i think about it it was obvious that also the cop was a killer and i knew they made it seem like oh kirby's the killer i knew kirby wasn't the killer you can't fucking tell me that that was if everyone thinks person like, oh, oh, we found the killer. She's trapped us. It was definitely not her. Come on. <laughs> yeah. And I'm happy that Kirby was brought back. That was cool. She was nice. Um, I mean, yeah, based off of what I've seen from Scream, I didn't hate the movie. It's just classic Scream shenanigans. But, you know, it doesn't make doesn't mean like it was great. Like for me, I still hold it above some of the other ones just because like even though a lot of people like Scream 4, I did not like Scream 4. I thought that was whack, even though the kills were pretty cool. And I'll give it another my another problem I have with this movie, even though I still genuinely liked it. I liked it more than in Scream 4, Scream 3. Um, even though it was in New York, New York didn't play that big of a factor in this no, movie. They were, they were, it, was, it was fake New York. They weren't given the real New York. They were in a First off, if you're in a train, Ghostface is still not the scariest thing. It's the homeless man beating off in the corner. That's the scariest thing. <laughs> Ghostface. There was not yep. one homeless person in the train whatsoever. Not real. Not enough. one. Not one homeless. Yeah. And also, you know, I get it. Like, um, I did like the train scene still somehow because there was a lot of suspense. That, that This movie had a lot of, they did suspense, mm-hmm. right? But like, for example, like in the train, the lights glitch all the time. The lights are so bad in this train. I'm like, all right, uh, come on. Like, New York subway lights on the train aren't that fucking bad. They're, they're not like that. And I feel like they don't flicker. They're either, you'll sometimes get a train that's just dark. 
they just don't yeah. have any light. Sometimes the lights turn off. But... They just turn off. But yeah, they were trying to go like old school or whatever. But I will, I thought they were going to really fuck it up, make it seem like they were texting while they were in the subway tunnel. That can never fucking happen. That yeah. would have easily made it the worst movie of all time. Like, no, you can't fucking text when you're in the subway. There's no fucking <laughs> chance you're getting service. No chance. But yeah, also at the core of it, it was just, at least for me, I didn't like slash care about any one of these characters. That's what I, like, all the, majority of them are unlikable. Some are annoying. Some I just don't care about. So that's also why I kind of like, I didn't care that they died, even though it turns out like no one really died because also. No, no Gale one died Weathers, besides no the killers. Gail Weather. But apparently there's a thing, the, the brother the, of, uh, what's his name? Huey. He might have been alive. He might be alive. I don't somewhere. know how he could be alive. Well, That's They're going to make it seem... <laughs> I saw a thing where, oh, because he was like stabbed in the throat or whatever, they're going to make it where he doesn't speak, but he just uses the box oh, or something. I would hate that. I would fucking I hate see that it. so much. And then especially they tease a little bit of possibly Matthew Lillard going to be the killer, and I thought that'd be so much cooler. Because they yeah. said, oh, maybe he's not dead. If he's If he came back, that'd be sick. Mainly there was one. That's about it. Yeah, I mean, he's done some other cool shit, but there was this one theory—not one theory, one like fake, not fake script, or it was once an idea for not this script, but like another movie where like he was going to be orchestrating all the kills from his fucking jail cell or something. Which it's still at least they would have found a way to brought him back. But yeah, like they should have brought him back, and they keep talking about it too. And he said he's down to come back, so it's like, why don't they just fucking bring him back already? Yeah, no, it's just. Again, just they could have let Corny Cox just die. They could have just let her. I don't think she's going to do much else, but just let, let her be. I mean, spoiler for the last one. They killed off Dewey. They killed off David Arquette. They could easily kill her off. Yeah. Just kill legacy character, <laughs> kept saying. They killed off her black boyfriend like in a minute. Yeah. He only had a he minute of screen time. <laughs> learned the man's name or barely saw the man's face, and he was just thrown through a fucking wall by... Actually, now that you think about it, who the fuck threw him out through that wall? There's no way any of those, any of the killers could have done that. There's That guy looked like he was pretty fucking jacked. Not even the cop. I mean... Not even the cop. He's pretty old. There's no fucking way he <laughs> threw that that guy that through the wall. Uh, it's just... But yeah. and I feel like every ghost face runs the same and acts the same. They, they do, which, which I find face. hilarious. It's like they all... <laughs> know what they're doing but when they like get it right they're so maniacal and like oh yeah like they're all fucking clumsy (laughs) this is very gory which just made sense because stabbing there should be there should be more blood and stuff i appreciate the gore that was cool i'll give it to them but yeah i think you know we got one more scream movie at least in this version of the trilogy and then they're they're probably gonna they're gonna keep doing them yeah, they're probably going to take a break after this one. Who knows uh, after the next, but... Because they got to capitalize on Jenna Ortega. I don't think she's that, a bad actress, but I just, she still looks 13 to me. <laughs> she's thir- that's right. She's con- that's big con. She is... She's too young, and they're kind of sexualizing her. And I, I don't Sexualizing like her a lot. <laughs> Chad literally looks 20 years older than her. And they were just yeah, Chad should have and a mortgage. You know, it's very funny. I learned today that the actor who plays Chad is Cuban Gooding Jr. Gooding Jr.'s son. I did not know that. Yeah, I forgot to mention that to you. Yeah, I thought you would have found that interesting. It's just funny. 
Oh, that that's cool. You know, yeah. I think Cuba's low key canceled. Yeah, for whatever he did. Great meme though when he got arrested. Yes, incredible <laughs> meme. <laughs> but overall, yeah, for me, I didn't hate the movie, but I understand the criticism. I could see why you hated it. I think maybe like if you did what I did, where it's like you watched all of them, maybe you like would just be like, okay, yeah. like it makes I sense. I feel like I think you just have to be a Scream fan to like the. Like yeah, the and I and I enjoy it. I, I enjoyed it for what Scream is. I think I enjoyed it, but um, I'd say uh, actually, let's hear what your rating is. My rating's definitely higher. Your rating's definitely lower. What uh, what do you what what would you rate it out of ten? So we could put the graphic up and people could see. Uh, I don't know, probably like a because like it's not worst movie ever. Like, but I'll give I want to like say I hope four, you rate it higher. Four point two. Four point two, and what is? <laughs> So I want to double check. See what is this the lowest rating you've given? Uh, yeah. Oh no, you I gave think... Quantum Realm a four, a five point four. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say because uh, uh, I think the only reason is there was nothing nearly as good in this movie as Kang. Kang. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it, that's like I, I didn't love either one of these movies, but one did have Kang. That is fair. I can see that. That that makes sense. Um, for me, you know, after watching the entire franchise, like I said, I still liked it more than, you know, Scream 4, Scream 3. I really like Scream 2, though. So, um, this, you know, because I'd say I'm a fan of the series and, you know, I think it's, it's not bad based off of the last Scream that they dropped last year. 7.3 might be high, but if you like it, you like it, you know, so and the little graphic is going to say, I already told you, it's going to say, Finn, go, your quote is, I don't want to review this movie. It's <laughs> There's so many things that, like, definitely people are saying what's coming at me. It just, it just pissed me off. But I'm sure we'll find maybe eventually a movie you think that's worse. I still gave, I gave Scream 4 a 3.8 because that, that was, some people really liked it, but I did not fucking like it. So I'm that's not why I like, that's why I feel like I've, the only I haven't seen Scream Three and Scream Four. I don't think if I saw these, I would have enjoyed it because I'm just not a bit. I, I, I think I really. I haven't seen the first Scream in a while. I really enjoy it, but I'm not oh, a it's, Scream fan. It's pretty good. So like that's why if you're a Scream fan, you'll like it. But, I think you know it's it's yeah. If you're a Scream fan, uh, Scream fan, you like it. If you're a horror fan or like you know the horror slasher kind of fan, I think you'll like it. You know, based off of the movies that I've seen for a lot of these horror, like like when you think of like the big guys, like your Michael Myers, your your Freddy, and all that. I feel like the Scream ones have the most quality ones because a lot of the old like Freddy movies and shit and the Jason movies, they just they're really outdated. But I feel like a lot of yeah. the Scream ones, like even when they're outdated, they're still more relevant or at least more yeah, like, tran- transition well into the modern era than these old ones. Because so. they're also they're making fun of the slasher horror exactly. genre as well. Like they're like they're self-referential. They're meta. Yeah, but. Oh, talking about meta, and we mentioned this before off air. We thought it was a little too meta with that one girl because she's the Randy of the movie who she's her Randy's niece where, you know, she likes horror movies and talks about movie tropes and stuff. But 
Like when they're she was just too spot on to the point that I thought it was annoying. Like I didn't yeah, mind her like, in the she, first she one, but the, she was a little she too annoying same, for me. She did the same speech of like, oh, this this is the killer, these are the tropes, legacy characters, blah 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 blah. Just uh shut up and die. And <laughs> she did she, yeah, she didn't die. No, she didn't. Yeah. She, they, didn't, that's... she didn't die. She got stabbed too. She got stabbed right in the subway and not die. Did not die. Stabbed so and she got stabbed and she was with the killer. You one of the killers, not the one who stabbed yeah. her. It was probably his sister, but you would think he would have finished the job if he was he the one stuck yeah, with see, her. That too. Yeah, that's that's another thing. That just, I, I he, get the He should have easily finished the job. Like I, duh. I get the I get the complaints. I get the gripes. It's just, it's like, just like why? But it's um I don't know. There was there was how moments. Did, how the fuck did they get all this old scream? shit this is all I, it, all of it's fucking evidence i don't care that he's a police officer you can't just have all this shit <laughs> i guess you i mean just have a, all that i think their their way to rationalize it is dirty cops sell shit dirty but like sell all of it like no There's one no realized like the, you got the fucking tv that uh what's his name it landed matthew on lillard him. matthew lillard yeah. Yeah. yeah matthew lillard like that shit's in the trash it's not even in the evidence room anymore that shit's trash even if there's dirty cops the fact that all of the major evidence got through all of them is fucking ridiculous <laughs> and i bet <laughs> Which is... if if you look because this it become because these killings it becomes the stab franchise if there's crooked cops they'd be like oh we have the original actual stab mask well this could be sold for millions of dollars there's no way that fucking cop it has that much money that he can get all this shit. Like, I better be actually worth a lot of money for a crooked cop. No, yeah, that that, that makes a lot of fucking sense there. And who knows? We'll see what happens. I think there is talks about maybe the scream, the stab franchise becoming a thing. You know, just being meta with that. But I just make another overall, scary movie that makes fun of Scream. Yeah, I mean, make scary movie. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just make scary movie. And make fun of this scream. Yeah, we don't get things like scary movie anymore. It's kind of sad. Yeah, even if it the, wasn't great. The other ones, like the epic movie, disaster movie, they they were just so bad that they burnt that they shit to, to the stop. ground. They had to stop. <laughs> they were beating that shit like a dead yeah. horse. <laughs> it was bad. But even if they were bad, there's still moments where it's like that's <laughs> fucking funny. <laughs> oh yeah. But everyone, oh, oh, overall, that is our take on Scream. You know. If you like Scream, the franchise, if you like horror, you'll probably like it, or you won't. I don't know. It's one or the other. You, you could be on two sides of the spectrum, well, and that's where Finn and I are. I think one thing we can kind of agree on, if you still want to watch this, you don't have to go to the movies to see this. It, yeah, I'd like say you could wait. Yeah, you could wait. You could wait. Unless you're so a diehard, you could wait. This will be on a streaming service on Paramount Plus yeah, pretty soon. I was going to say pa- Paramount, because that's where the last Scream was. I just saw Cocaine Bear. You could already rent that shit out, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. So, and Golden Girls or whatever. Not Golden Girls or 90, 80 for Brady. <laughs> for there Brady. you go. <laughs> Shane's best picture now. Yeah, exactly. Well, that is uh, that is all from us on today's episode. Uh, we'll probably be back next week to talk about John Wick and anything else we feel like talking about. If not, uh, we'll talk about it on another episode. But uh, hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for uh, thanks for checking it out. Go leave a five star review on Apple and Spotify. Follow us on the social medias at Strict Nonsense. And uh, yeah, come back uh, come back next week or the week after. Just put notifications on. Do whatever you got to do, and tell your mom. <laughs> <laughs>
Peace out.